T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, baby. Friday, here we are. It is 7.06. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes! Thank you, Todd Rundgren. Way we start the weekend off around here on the Bob Rose Show. Thank you for tuning in, supporting what we do, and we're going to make it a great year. 2024, man, we are just, we're going to go for it, all right? There's some big things we got to pay attention to, and some big things we might not have, a, you know, a lot of personal impact and things we're going to be able to fix, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So also focus on some of the things you can fix, you know, say within yourself or family finances or whatever it is, you know, uh, take care of those things. And then you'll be better prepared for the things that we have less control over. Does that make sense? Yes. Now I just have to follow my own advice, people. All right. Bicycle travel in Florida. Very dangerous. Florida once again claims the highest number of bicyclist fatalities in the country per capita. Preliminary data from the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles reports a total of 8,170 bicycle-related injuries in 2023, as well as 22 fatalities. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, majority of bicycle fatalities occur at non-intersection areas of roadway. You'd think intersections would be the most dangerous. That's not the Hmm. case. Highest number of deaths occurring between 6 and 9 p.m., While injuries and deaths are down from its peak in 2022, Florida remains one of the most, or actually the most dangerous state for bicyclists for the 12th consecutive year. You can understand in those evening hours, uh, you've got either the sun in your eyes Mm -hmm. or the sun has set, therefore you have darkness. There's a lot of cases where uh, these bicycles are not properly equipping themselves with lights. And we see that all the time. Or we don't see it. Well, yeah, exactly. And exactly. And I, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, I know I'm in the right if I run somebody over that's riding a bike with no lights on it. But in this case, I don't want to be right. I don't want to kill somebody or hurt somebody. Right. So you know, it, there's some responsibility that needs to be taken on the side of the bicyclist. Mm-hmm. But 22 fatalities. Yeah, that's not good. And it's per capita, so it's not like you go, well, Florida's one of the biggest states. No, it's per capita. It's based, you know what I mean? Per, you know, how many 
accidents and fatalities per you know hundred thousand citizens, for instance. Yeah. Uh, and but bicycle riders, you know, do I, I just I ride a motorcycle, and I'm in you know the flow of traffic, mm-hmm. and you know you're not protected. I mean, there's a certain danger element to that. It's a risk I'm willing to accept, and I'm sure bicyclists feel uh, the same way. But, man, talk about unprotected. Oh, my goodness. And and we see so many just kind of stupid decisions. Um, You know, they'll blow through an intersection that, you know, you just got the red light in your car, but the bicycle in the lane to your right just blows right through it. Well, I'm on a bike. Or you see them, when I'm trying to pull out of my subdivision, they don't, I mean, I realize that traffic does not have to stop, you know, for me to pull out. Mm-hmm. But the bicycle lane is closest to where I'm pulling out. Right. And th- it, there's blind spots yeah. because of shrubbery coming yep. out of my neighborhood. They don't care. They just, they don't look. They just flow right through. Well, I've got a nose out to be able to see traffic. That's right. It's just like, they oh, just I know. Don't I've, I've gotten the looks before, like I'm blocking some. It's like, well, I wouldn't have seen you unless I pulled up this far. I now that you. I pulled up this far, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm over the sidewalk. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. You know, folks don't want to ride on the sidewalk because mm-hmm. if people are walking on the sidewalk, right. they're like, come on, man. And there is a bike lane. At, well, if there is a bike lane. Right. So you've got room there. But do you get the same rights if you're riding on the sidewalk and decide to cross as someone walking what? or someone driving? It's, it's just... it's. It's not a good scenario. When you're on a bicycle, you're supposed to follow the rules of the road, just like you're driving. Exactly. So if you're on the sidewalk, you should stop. Yeah, even if you're on the road, you should stop if it requires a stop. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I I mean, look, it's different. When you're rolling through a neighborhood, you're paying attention. Yeah, I get that. Um, But if you're on any sort of major roadway or... With traffic? Yeah. Yeah, but we see it all the time. No, we do. Um, Then there's other modes of transportation, uh, like... Flying, yeah, which generally per capita is extremely, extremely safe endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but things still happen. Sure, British Airways flight passengers were horrified as they shockingly witnessed a flight attendant die as oh. a plane was about to take off from London, according to British news reports. It was uh, departing Heathrow on New Year's Eve for Hong Kong. Oh, my goodness. When the 52-year-old flight attendant tragically collapsed on the plane, uh, the doors had already been locked. Passengers were sitting in their seats when the unidentified crew member collapsed. Captain reportedly requested anyone on the flight with medical experience to assist. But despite assistance from a passenger, medical professionals, and police, the crew member still died, and the flight was canceled due to a medical emergency Mm. despite their best efforts the patient was pronounced dead at the scene according to uh, the london ambulance service this is the second british airways flight attendant to die in recent weeks in the death of another crew member also age 52 on a december 23rd uh, flight in the u.s the Mm. employee was reportedly found in his hotel room in this case after he failed to show up for work Kind of ironic when you consider if you go back to the earliest days of flying, uh, they were actually required to be nurses. Yeah, now that you say that. Now you've got the pilot going, hey, uh, is there a doctor or a nurse on the plane? Wait, but hold on. Oh, no. Yeah, the flight attendants were required to be nurses maybe early on. Yeah. But at some point, Uh you could smoke. 
I, I, and yes. people in the fuselage yeah. of of an aircraft carrying thousands of gallons of fuel. Yeah. Not to mention the other adverse. Yeah, adverse. but you know, Bob, it, it's, you know, you can't be judgmental. I mean, because you know, it, it was only so, so many rows. So if you were a non-smoker, you were okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I sat, yeah. I sat in the non-smoking section. So right. You know, when I got cancer, you know. Yeah. It only. Took, but you were in row it, it thirteen, only, Bob. It only took one of my lungs. Yeah. It's so funny we look at that and remember when restaurants were like that. Yeah. From this table over is non-smoking. Yeah. Does the smoke know that? Uh no. No, yeah. it didn't. Yeah, it's like it's like gun laws. Yeah. Uh, the, hey, hey, you're not you're not allowed to have that gun. Hey, you're not allowed to shoot me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the but, bad guys. Yeah, they don't care. It happens anyway. My goodness, it's amazing. All right. Wow, you're ready to go, huh? Well, you know. Okay. You had that look. Well, no, that's fine. Yeah, I probably just get it. Actually, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, I knew it was something. <laughs> yeah. When I'm squirming, you know, it is uh, See you 7.15 on the Bob Rose Show. And coming up next, what's bugging you? A chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. 877-975-9825. What's bugging you is next on 97.3 The Sky. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're at war with ISIL. Al-Qaeda, Al-Shabaab, Boko Haram. This is geopolitical whack-a-mole. It's spiraling out of control. It's going to get even worse. With so much to talk about, there's a lot that fires you up. No. Now, time to air it out. What's bugging you? For Florida Pest Control. 97.3 The Sky. Yeah, this stuff that's coming out about, you know, the Epstein and lists and all that. They're doing it exactly the way that would benefit some of the people that really participated in the bad stuff. Because everybody's going to go into denial, and some will be honest, and they really didn't participate in anything tawdry. Um, and then the rest will say, yeah, I wasn't there, or I didn't do that either. I wasn't there. So anyway, that's one of your top stories this morning. But it is 7.20. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is time for What's Bugging You? 
a chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Call now, 877-975-9825. Peasant with a pitchfork, what's bugging you? Yeah, good morning, Bob. Uh, what's bugging me is there's, there's one drug that kills more people in the United States every year than all other drugs combined, including fentanyl, by far. And it's the one drug that the government allows us to do and that society encourages us to do, and that's alcohol. And that's pretty amazing. That bugs me. Yeah, I, I don't know if but society doesn't encourage you, but advertising encourages uh, that, I guess. Yeah, that's always been an interesting one. But, I mean, man's desire for, uh, shall we say, I don't know, um, Self-medication has mm-hmm. been around for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Let's go to uh, Pete. What's bugging you? I'm kind of bothered by this somewhat premature discussion of the vice presidential candidates by the pundits. Um, first of all, for the Democrats, it doesn't matter if Biden comes back or it doesn't matter if, if uh, Kamala succeeds Biden or if Gavin Newsom is put in there, the the, the Progressive Democrat Party machine can plug anybody into that slot as long as they'll go along like Biden does with everything that they say. So that, that, that doesn't matter who the vice president is. It's going to be the same no matter what. But it's crucially important for the Republicans, and it's going to be a lot like Reagan back in 1980. I don't know if you voted in 1980, Bob, but you might have been too young. But there was a narrative going on during the campaign that Reagan was going to keel over and, and a nice, safe – calm, quiet, George Bush was going to be president in, in 81 or 82. Of course, that almost was realized when Brayden got shot. But anyway, that was the plan. And now with Trump, he is old. He may keel over, but we have to have a VP that's a fighter and a leader. Not like you said earlier, but you made a great point about Mike Pence. Nice guy, not a fighter, not a leader. Whoever the VP is for the Republicans, just, he or she has got to be a tiger. Thank you. Yeah. Well said as usual. Phil, what's bugging you? What's bugging me? The goal of some of these car dealers that they charge the complete flat rate book for service. I had a guy come over to my wife's house. She's got a prepaid plan for her car. And I asked him, how long does it take for you to change spark plugs on my car? He says, one hour. Well, guess what? I call up Mercedes and I ask him, how much do you want to uh, charge me to do the spark plugs in my car? He says, $1,000. He says, whoa, I don't mind getting screwed if I'm enjoying it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, that that doesn't sound very good to me, for sure. Nostradamus, what's, uh, what's bugging you? Happy Friday, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me is the bricks uh, can the BRICS organization has just increased its size by 80%, and three of those countries are oil-producing countries. Egypt is the largest oil producer in, in Africa, and we've got Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates are now in BRICS, and it just goes to show you where we're headed. That's why there's going to be a massive war over there. because And now uh, Turkey is accepting Iraqi dinar, money in, in change, exchange for goods. And so everybody's pulling away from the U.S. dollar, and that's why we're going to have a massive war, maybe a world war. It's coming. So get prepared. And if people, if 
you want a, a vice president, you better go. They better go with either Tucker Carlson or Vivek, and people will say, "Oh, neither one of those guys are tested." Well, neither was Trump. Right. Oh, great points. But you gave us a little doom and gloom right after saying, "Happy Friday," and then you said, "The world's going to end. World War Three is coming. We're all going to die." He's trying to keep it balanced. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair and balanced. Nostradamus. Yeah, I like there it. You go. All right. 877-975-9825. Call in now for what's bugging you. And we'll go to date. Well, you thought you would. I thought I would. I got one. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, Orlando over the weekend, we were actually uh, going through Sanford, went in the Walmarts there, you know, and uh, the, the restroom. What a mess. Okay. You got two urinals. One's covered in plastic. The other one doesn't flush. You've got two of the other things. One of those doesn't flush. I don't know about the other one. And there's these nice little signs. If it's not clean enough for you, it's not clean enough for us. And there used to be phone numbers for like a, uh, a general manager and a regional manager. Oh, they put they actually had the yeah, phone numbers in there they were, they were scraped off. Oh. It's like, does no one that works there ever go in and go, wow, this is really trash. I mean, it was a mess. What does it take to get something fixed or cleaned or whatever? I mean, it was, if I worked there or if I were in management, I would be totally embarrassed that it was my store. Yeah, I mean, today you have to give instruction. Don't think that, oh, naturally, employee goes in there, sees it a mess, either reports it or does something about it. Um, You actually have to assign somebody to that, and then you have to hold them accountable. You say, Mm -hmm. yeah, every day you put your initials there that you've right and some places ever, do but, that they've got right. a little and and you can see that and i i appreciate you know businesses that do that i worked at a gas station a golf station when i was in high school mm-hmm. and we we prided ourselves and actually wanted a, a an award for the cleanest uh golf station i think like in the southeast wow. u.s um yeah family owned they mm-hmm. took that very seriously because a very active owner was you know the wife the missus be, you know, they were an older couple, and their son pretty much took it over. But um, so she wouldn't want to go into a restroom in your typical gas station. So she made sure that the restrooms were clean enough to where a woman would feel completely comfortable uh, going to the bathroom. And that, yeah, yeah, why not? If you're part of a business, you know, that's that's something. It, it's a reflection, absolutely, of what you're about, absolutely. Peter, what's bugging you? Uh, yes, sir, uh, Mr. Bob. What's bothering me, uh, other than everything else going on in the world, is that just when you think you're getting a little bit of break on the gas, it jumps up almost 30 cents. I just I can't see how they can justify that. I know it's a commodity, I mean, but, you know, give us a break a little bit, you know? Thank you. Yeah, you know how it goes. Quick to go up, slow to go down. It's, it has been... Uh... Kind of volatile. It has been. It was really nice there for a couple of weeks, and then here we are. I saw a couple places that uh, broke the what I call a $3 barrier. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. But again, the next day? Yep. Nope. So it goes, my friends. All right. Hang in there. And thanks for participating in What's Bugging You, brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Coming up, Nancy Pelosi opens her pie hole and says silly things. And, uh... American victims of Hamas are going to sue. Who? Details on the way. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Here's what's trending 
on the sky. Hamas still alive, still intact. The United States will continue to support Israel. The news that's trending. Support Ukraine. Securing our border first. They're poisoning the blood of our country. The news that's now. This impeachment inquiry. No evidence that President Joe Biden committed an impeachable offense. The news station. New serious evidence. This is massive corruption. Who's the big guy, Mr. Biden? Listen live on the free Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day. Happy Friday. Here comes the weekend. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. It is 734. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, Epstein documents and lists uh, continue. Names continue to come out. But, you know, I guess everybody is going to claim they weren't involved and many, I'm sure, were not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure, just as sure that many were. So we'll see if there's a way to differentiate uh, some of these names and what and and what some of these folks are accused of by you know witnesses, the women then girls that were involved. All right, so you got that going on, Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, working hard trying to have an impact in this uh, presidential primary that. What, Iowa's less than two weeks away, right? The caucus. The, the, the caucus. Caucus? Yeah, they get a caucus. Yeah. So there's a town hall meeting on CNN. Host Caitlin Collins asked uh, of Governor DeSantis, if you were president, would you eliminate the federal income tax? Hmm. He said, oh, can I stop dreaming? Would you <laughs> like to eliminate the IRS and have what, what I want is, I think I would eliminate the IRS, have a single rate, and just do like a flat tax? I think that would be the ideal tax system to be able to do, take away the distortions. And what happens is, Florida's a good example of this. We have low taxes, and we cut taxes, and yet we attract more investment, and our economic base expands. So I run these big budget surpluses where we're paying down debt by lowering rates. I think you look at some of the other states that are high-tax states, they tax, they cause businesses to flee and individuals to flee, then they go back to the well and they tax more. It's like a vicious cycle. So low rates, broad-based ultimately, is the best and most uh, conducive to economic growth. And and, and there was a follow-up, but you would push to eliminate the federal income tax? Governor DeSantis said, I want to eliminate the IRS, and I would like a flat, one single flat tax rate. Obviously, I would only do it if it was lower taxes for everybody. But that's the ideal tax system, he said. Well, yeah, yeah, but how can you lower taxes for everybody? Mm-hmm. You're not taking in enough now. Correct. We're, yeah, we're already in in a, in a huge hole. So yes. So maybe they yeah. think that if you make it simpler or make it a flat tax, that more people will pay it. Yeah. No. If you mm-hmm. wanted that kind of a thing, you would have the, you know, the real flat tax. Yeah. Which is you are taxed on purchases. Right. And that that's a great system. Uh, Neil Bortz and. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't think of the guy's name from from Georgia. They wrote the book on it, several books, in mm-hmm. fact. And it's called, it's called the fair tax. Right. But if I said flat tax, well, I apologize. You know, the irony in our country is with when it comes to the, the whole the whole thing. 
I mean, when you do your budget, first you have to see how much is coming in, and then you decide what to spend. The government doesn't have to do that, or we wouldn't be $34 trillion in debt. Well, you know, there are many states, including Florida, that, you know, they passed a balanced budget act. And so they have to, as part of the state constitution, Mm -hmm. maintain a balanced budget. We're going to have to find a way to do that. But it's like anything else. You want to lose weight? There's a certain painful element to what is required for you to do that or to get into shape. There's going to be a certain effort that's required. And... And that's painful for some. But, yeah, are we going to get back on track or not? Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Roy, you're on the air. Well, talking about the flat tax system, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with it, but it will take a lot of getting used to because Europe is set up that way with their Europe. When you buy a drink at a restaurant, you pay for that one drink. If you want a refill, you got to pay again. For another for another drink and that's the way the flat tax system would have to work it would take a lot of getting used to i don't say it's a bad idea though i think it is actually a great idea yeah well, look the fair tax has been studied by economists and they used uh, like mimic numbers over i want to say like a 30-month period it might have been three full years i don't know but yeah i think it was every quarter except for one exceeded as far as intake uh, dollars into the federal coffers, it, it exceeded under the fair tax every single quarter except, save for one. Really? Yes. See, I've never thought it through. I mean, it, I've discussed it with people just like on the surface level, but then my mind go, you know, it takes little bunny trails here of, okay, well, is it is it fair uh, that just because somebody spends more, they have to pay more? I mean, some people don't like to spend money. Some then people, they wouldn't pay as much. <clears throat> so... I, I don't know. I, I, I There's something that I would have to, in my head, resolve that that's okay. It seems more fair based on income versus spending. Well, and, you, I, and I don't know why, just my initial reaction kind of thing. I mean, like I said, <clears throat> according to the book, and not everything no, yeah, goes yeah. according to a book, yeah, right. but if it did, yeah, it would be a superior system for sure because... Yeah. It, it's a measurement of all purchases being made. Sure. And so people that are not being taxed at all, mm-hmm. or maybe have a cash job or whatever, they Go still ahead. have to make purchases. That's true. No, I get it. I yeah, I, I see where it's more fair for the government in that sense, maybe, and maybe it's more efficient. I guess I'm just trying to decide, well, why am I being punished just because I like to buy things? Well, the other advantage would be if you buy things used... It'd be advantageous because uh-huh. once a car or a home is taxed the first time, it right. would not be taxed again. Because it was on the transaction, because that item has been transacted already? Yeah. Interesting. And there's advantages, obviously, yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, and coming from a state where I used to pay personal property tax, which meant you paid a percentage of a percentage every year that you just wow. owned it, now that sucks. Just saying. And again, we, we talked about this yesterday. How, how did the nation survive until 1913 without having personal income tax? That's a good question. Yeah. And I don't know the answer because I've never looked into it. Yeah, it's, look, it is a mess. My understanding is, you know, the vast majority of the dollars going in really is, all we're doing is paying the, paying the debt service. But, hmm. that, again, no expert on any, any of this. I'm just throwing out my ignorance going, I don't know what I feel good about yet. 
Don't expect any quick fix. Uh, No, not when it comes to the federal government. No. Um, Almost half of a police force in Big Bend, Wisconsin, resigned. What? December 28th. Oh, my goodness. Yep. They're blaming the village board members. Okay. That's not a band. Oh. It's not the village people. The oh, village board members totally are different. not like a copy band of that. Oh, okay. I was Although one was had a headdress on, the other one looked like a construction <laughs> guy. A few months ago, the village board, YMCA, anyway, uh, they chose to disband the police agency. They're like, yeah, we're not going to have any more cops, right? Let the county kind of take it over. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. But then they reversed that decision because the local constituents are like, no, we want our own police force. Well, in the meantime, cops went out and looked for other jobs. And, you know, they're in high demand. So uh, the Big Bend Police Department announced that five officers had resigned. That was on December 28th. And... uh, During a board meeting, December 7th, they said, uh, you're so full of it, I'm tired of the harassment of this village board and all the crap I've been dealing with through the years. Wow. Yeah, that's Mm. what one of the officers said who had been there three years. Mm. Mark Anderson, who led the Fire and Police Commission, also stepped down not long after the incident, citing the village board as his reason. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you tell, you know, if you, when people think their job is going away, you can't yep. blame them for wanting to be proactive. Sure. They've got families to feed. It's like, Absolutely. that's what you should be doing, being proactive. Then when they actually left, you know, it, it's because you sent the signal that you were going right. to eliminate. But, you know, even even take that a step farther. You know, we, we know a lot of folks in law enforcement all over the place. And how many times do you see the frustration of, of so many, uh, you know, offices or, or departments when they just don't feel backed? Even if, they're, even if their jobs aren't being eliminated, they don't feel supported and backed by their local leadership. Uh, you know, that just sets up a really bad situation because you've got a bunch of frustrated law enforcement out there who are good people. They want to do the right thing. But there's always that hesitancy, you know. Are you going to have my back? Are you going to have my back? Yep. And that can change how they they operate to a to a great extent. Yeah. Apparently, uh, one of the reasons why several of them left is uh, what they called a toxic work environment. Oh yeah. So it wasn't just the message sent by the village sure. board. Gotcha. But you know, if if it's not a great place to work and yep. they're threatening your Everybody's job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be proactive and look for other opportunities. Those village people, I'm telling you. They are out of control. They are. Juanita Broderick is in the news. Comments about Bill Clinton. Ooh. Shocker. Oh, yeah. There you go. Pump it up. Friday. Hey, they had some hits. Oh, they did. 745 News Talk 97.3 The Sky. There's a place you can go. I said, young man, when you're short on your dough, you can stay there. And I'm sure you will find many ways to have a good time. Dana Lash.
Joe Biden is like the big spender in the champagne room and all these government agencies are thirsty strippers. The Dana Show. He just in their dollar dollar bills, y'all. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Bob, we, uh, we got a complaint. What happened? About playing YMCA there. Why? Well, it's not that they didn't like it. What? I made the mistake of not letting it hit the chorus because they were sitting at a stoplight and they wanted to do the oh. arm. They wanted to see who else was maybe listening in their car and would suddenly break into the arm actions of the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but he wants to have a good time. Absolutely. It is Friday. We bang yeah. on the drum. You can dance to some y- YMCA music. And and, and yes. bad, Greg. Bad boy. Uh, I know. I, oh, I apologize. Okay, is that better? Is that I, I better? apologize profusely. Next time, I'll, I'll do it different. Have you ever heard the term snail mail? Sure. Yeah, because it's you like you ain't seen nothing yet. Are you serious? As BTO would say. Baby. How, um, sl- how slow is it? Very slow. Can you elaborate? 80 years. Okay, that's crazy. A letter mailed to an Illinois couple in 1943. What do you want for two cents? I think it was, was it only two? I have no idea back then. It was finally delivered to a family member 80 years later after resurfacing at the post office. It was postmarked June 23rd, 1943, addressed to Louis and Lavina George, living in the town of DeKalb, roughly 64 miles west of Chicago. The letter was never delivered. It even had a return address on it, but it remained lost in the DeKalb post office until recently when an employee found it. Determined to deliver the letter, the post office staff were able to find the only two surviving children of Lewis and Lavina, who now live in Oregon. The siblings, Jeanette and Grace, were gobsmacked at the message from the past. (laughs) The letter was written by their father's first cousin, sending condolences to the couple who had recently lost their daughter to cystic fibrosis. The post office employee who found the letter says the most likely reason for its uh, disappearance was the lack of a house number in the mailing address wow. which yeah, yeah i mean that would make it hard to deliver sure. even uh, back then in 1943 yeah, yeah three ounce uh actually it was three cents per ounce in 1943 so it was close three cents yeah instead of two yeah what's it now like 60 something or whatever i don't even know i mail so few things i and it doesn't I say on the you. stamp anymore it's like that forever stamp so that way they can just whatever they charge you the stamp's still good no it's an investment yeah. You buy a whole bunch now. Yeah. You're good forever. Just don't mail anything for a while and you feel like you made money. Or you buy so much that it'll last you a lifetime, so yeah. you'll never see a rate increase. Like the way you're thinking. You just got to stack them up. Yeah. You've been hanging around Sharice too much. You're getting like smart in this money stuff. Oh, it, no. There's a difference between knowing yeah. and doing. Believe me, I'm very much aware <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, I know you are too. <laughs> Uh, name you don't hear very often, but when you do, it's always connected with Bill Clinton, and that is Bill Clinton rape accuser Juanita Broderick. Oh, yeah. She reacted to the unsealing of U.S. court documents regarding individuals linked to the late convicted pedophile financier Jeffrey Epstein, recalling what the former president allegedly said after allegedly raping her. Mm. After Bill Clinton viciously raped me, don't he said, don't worry, I'm sterile due to mumps. When I was a boy. Oh, my goodness. Then he told me, you'd better put some ice on that, pointing to my swollen and bleeding lip. There are good men. And then there's Bill Clinton, she said. Yeah. Yeah, Not Mr. Compassion there, was he? 
If that's accurate. If that's accurate. And um, a lot of folks believe her, though. I mean, a lot of people believe her. Well, I mean, I think that he had um, a a track record. Oh, yeah. Before and after that Uh particular event. Yeah, he brags about his El Camino with the, uh, you know, the fake grass in the back and stuff back in the day. No, I don't don't recall that. That was one of his stories he told. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But he did not have (laughs) sexual relations with that woman. With that woman. Remember. Yeah. With that woman. What he said. But but then he, he did. Well, yeah. Details. Okay. Yeah. It is uh, 7.51. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Happy, happy Friday. We made it to the weekend. Nancy Pelosi spoke out when referring to former President Donald Trump. Uh He must be held accountable. Oh, brother. Must be held accountable. She's still around? What's up with that? I thought she, Uh, like, went away. Yes. She should go take care of her husband. I don't, yeah. Protect him or something. But she's worried. Mm. Trump, the insurrectionist. Well, you know, she's the, one of the ones that said we almost uh, we almost lost our democracy on that day in January. Yeah, and some guy put his feet up on her desk and got, like, years in prison. <laughs> no, is that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, oh, and this is another crazy story, which I, I, I don't fully understand. Okay. Israeli attorney and human rights activist uh, Natsana Darshan Leitner told Voice of America News she's representing a family of Americans killed and injured in the October 7th Hamas attack, who planned to sue the North Korean government What for furnishing the Palestinian terrorists with weapons. Okay. They alleged that the weapons came uh, from both Pyongyang and Tehran, and they're liable for the deaths and injuries inflicted on October the 7th. Yeah, they'll get right on, uh, you know, handling that, I'm sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Right. Right, yeah, they're pr- they're printing checks right, right now. Right, they'll just get those in the mail any moment now. I, I think uh, Kim Jong-un might instead offer coupons for free haircuts. Oh, well, he obviously knows how to get a nice one. Oh, yeah. He's styling. Yeah. High profile. Somebody pass me a bowl. I'm ready for a haircut. <laughs> Uh, In an interview with VOA's uh, Korean service recorded December 27th, uh, she currently represents these 10 Americans, this attorney, including family members who lost their loved ones. And uh, this includes uh, possibly including hostages that may still be held prisoner by Hamas after they're uh, released. So, yeah, we have to say good luck to that. But it is interesting that weapons were coming from both North Korea and Tehran. Yeah. I wonder, you know, what the deal was with North Korea. Did, did, did they have to pay for that? And if they did, where'd they get the money? Mm-hmm. Iran. Right. Yeah, it's funny how it all goes back to Iran. So much of the stuff goes right back to Tehran. And then there's Mayor Eric Adams, this oh. poor guy. You know what he was doing recently? He was showing pictures of L.A. He goes, hey, at least New York's not this bad. And he really was pointing it out. Look at all the homeless people. Look at the syringes on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? We're way better than them. Yeah, it was amusing. Wow. It wouldn't be amusing if I lived in New York. It'd be embarrassing. So now he's doing another thing that, yeah, might be embarrassing. Uh-oh. He's suing several Texas-based charter and bus companies 
for not covering costs associated with illegal immigration when what? busing bus border company? crossers and illegal aliens to New York City is going after the bus companies. Is everybody suing the wrong people in all these situations and, well, not, and don't get it? What's the bus company got to do with it? They're just doing their job. They're doing what they got paid to do. But yeah, they got paid to do it. Yeah. You, people come on board. You say, sure. bring them up to this city or state. and right. But there is cases where they're dropping some of these people off, maybe not exactly where they were supposed to. Right. And so there's been some difficulties based on that. Yeah. While President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security releases about 5,000 border crossers and illegal aliens into the U.S. interior every day, about 34,000 have arrived in New York City from Texas via buses contracted by Governor Greg Abbott. The migrant busing scheme has been widely successful for Abbott, allowing Texans to off the cost of record illegal immigration levels under Biden onto sanctuary cities like New York City, Chicago, Denver, D.C., and L.A. Yeah, isn't it interesting? They all, wow, look at us. Mm-hmm. Give us the smiley face on our, you know, lefty paper that we're a sanctuary city. Yeah, until at, they show up. Until, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's the old wow, yeah. Of course you're invited. Yeah. Wow. It's funny how you knew I was gonna be out of town before the invite came. I love all the video of Hokel saying, Oh, come on, you know, doors open. Sure. Oh yeah, and then and yeah. she's also one that's announced being part yeah. of the lawsuit against the, the charter and the bus companies uh, as well. My goodness. Yeah, what, what it's the wire. bus's fault. Yeah. Not bite. Happy Friday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Twenty twenty four means a breath of fresh air, new beginnings, and it also means new news. The presidency. Are you ready? An election year. Impeachment added to the federal debt. Debt limit crisis. World peace. Keep it on the sky in twenty twenty four, and we'll keep you up on the new news that matters. A lot will happen. New year. The primary race. When you cast your vote. New news. Securing the border. Hamas and Islamic Jihad. Israel is fighting the just war. The news station is News Talk ninety seven point three. The Sky. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.